Hey, it's Mike Garofolo from NFL Network in the good old US of A. You're listening to my guys in the UK, the third and short podcast with Raiders fan Matt Davenport, his buddy Tom Higgins, and the producer Jamie Crawford. So keep it locked in for some American football knowledge coming at you right now. Hello and welcome to episode six of third and short podcast now. Uh, we are still going, still talking nonsense about American football, um, still having mixed emotions with results, well, two of us anyway, and uh, still going to continue the format we've had that has been, I was going to say successful, we don't really know if it's been successful, but we're sticking with it anyway. Um, so I think, well, for those that are new to, I think there's a few new subscribers, uh, three new subscribers since last week, thank you, um, on YouTube. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about our individual teams' games to start with, uh, which I think we'll probably kick off with you two, seeing as you played each other. Uh, and then we'll talk about um, some results from last week, anything that stands out. And then we'll go on to next week's fixtures for ourselves. And uh, sort of go from there, really. We've got some bits and bobs about in. We've got quite a few questions again, I think, from quite a few different people, which is great. Uh, not entirely sure if the people are real or not, but the questions are coming in thick and fast, so it's really, really good. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I'll hand over to you two boys. Really, it was a, it was last night's game. Obviously, we recorded this on a Tuesday evening, and uh, last night's game was the Giants versus the Buccaneers. Uh, I actually woke up around two o'clock. Yeah, well, I didn't stay up. I woke up at two, and I remember you, your game was on, so I was like, "Oh, I'll bang the telly on." It might help me fall asleep, but it was actually a very decent game. Um, yeah, really, really good game from somebody who didn't particularly care about the result. Um, it was quite exciting, particularly towards the end. Um, I thought it was, yeah. it, it was, it was really good. I don't know how you two thought about it. Obviously, yeah. the, the result. Second went. half was a lot better than the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let Jamie go because they, they got the win, so I may as well. Six and two on the season. It's, it's crazy to think. Um, but yeah, I mean, the first half was bloody dreadful for us, and we couldn't get anything going. I think we got three field goals in the first half. And just literally couldn't do anything. I mean, Giants basically turned out they were fucking six and one at the time, weren't they? <laughs> it's that literally the other way round. <laughs> like they always turn up against that. Brady's never beat the Giants before, apparently. So I think it's just one of those. Like all of a sudden, Brady just goes to crap and can't do anything. And then the Bucks <laughs> always do awful against the Giants. And well, it's like the bogey team of the Bucks. But the first half was awful. I mean, against. You got you managed. To, I think Dan Jones didn't get much rushing yards, but you still managed to get your running back breaking through, making runs against the pass rush defense in the league, and just made our defense just look completely average. It was it was an odd game. This is why I never like playing Monday night games because it's it's not the same. But um, yeah, the first half was awful, and then Dan Jones comes out for the first play of the second half and does what he does best and throws an interception and. <laughs> basically changed the game, didn't it? I mean, we were talking about it the whole time. He just, just go down, take a sack. But he's like, nah, I'm just going to live dangerously, as I say, and just, <laughs> just throw it into danger and hope that somebody yeah. catches it. But I think, again, I think the past four games for the Giants, I know you can probably confirm this, have all been within three points that you've lost by. So the the one, there's one win, the one win in there one where win, we won yeah. by one point. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's all been between two and three points. So they're all entertaining games, but how many of those losses have been as a result of Dan Jones fumbling or throwing it away? Or if he just took a sack, 
Yeah, I mean, so, but yeah, I mean, Rob Gronkowski again gets another one. We did speak about that last night, didn't we? Where you can tell he's still learning Daniel Jones, Dan Jones, whatever you're going to call him, DJ Danny Dimes, um, with the, I think we mentioned that experienced quarterbacks will either, if they're going to take a hit, they'll take the ball, cover it up and take the hit, or they'll throw it into the stands. And to be fair to, to Dan Jones, he's trying to make things happen, which I kind of admire a little bit. Um, but well, you don't admire it when Winston does it. Uh, no, because he's crap. <laughs> but um, no, I admire that he, he, he's confident in his ability and he thinks, I'm going to get hit, I'm going to get stacked, I'm going to try and make a pass happen. And when it comes off, it looks great. And there's not many quarterbacks who can pull it off, though. Um, and Mahomes, Wilson, probably, Kyler Murray probably now as well. Um, that's probably it. Yeah. The, the, the mobile sort of quarter. Mahomes just puts his arm like this and wherever the ball comes from it will just go to anyone. He moment. just gets out his little <laughs> drone, drone. Arm, he? <laughs> he just puts the ball yeah, yeah like a little drone it is silly <laughs> it is silly um, yeah, I'll, I'll have yeah, to I mean, that as a win for me anyway so yeah agreed I mean it, it, it's weird it, it's the first loss of the season where I've I've been able to absolutely chill about it and, and go sleep um, without you know being absolutely livid for the rest of the three hours I've got left to get up or something like that. But, um, you know, we were expected to get hammered. Um, I was confident in our defence. I've said this all along since we've been on here. We are as strong as... I'd say we're we're probably a top eight defence. I'm not sure where we're actually ranked now. I know we've been in that top eight for the majority of the season, but they keep us competitive every single game you know I say it week in week out there's only one game we haven't been competitive and it was San Fran but since then um, and, and obviously before then we have been in games where you know we say the, the the Bears are actually lucky that you know they could have lost some of the games that they won we're the opposite you know we, we've we been so close to winning um, defence yesterday again really really good Um even even that cornerback two slot, I was absolutely slagging the Adam off at the start, saying Brady will just target him and target and target him. He made some good plays yesterday. Um, he's probably cemented that number two spot now because it was a mixture between him, Lewis, um, even Ballantyne at the start. Um, but he's probably after yesterday's performance sort of cemented that, which is fine. Um, Bucks did well against Bradbury. Um, that was probably Bradbury's worst game. It was still an all right game. Well, that was probably his most costly game, two PIs um, and a touchdown allowed. I think that's his first PI this season. Um, Jabril Peppers was unreal. Um, I think he needed to after he blew that. Yeah, I think he needed to after the Eagles game where he blew that coverage. Um, Another one sort of redeemed himself from the Eagles game, Engram on the offense, had a solid game. Um, But... It, it's a bit of a killer, you know. You you guys know my um, my thoughts on DJ, and I'm still I'm still with him till the end of the season, which I think the Giants are. I think these last this last half of the season is is make or break for him. Um, but he he lost us that game yesterday, um, and it's not the turnovers. It wasn't the turnovers. It was the, it was the missed the missed. There was four you know four deep shots that were easy or wide open that could have all been touchdowns. But um, I've screenshotted a few things that I've come across on Twitter. So, you know, you all you all know that I have only followed the Giants for a few years, but everyone started talking about um, Dan Jones being obviously the mini Eli. Um, 
Now, the whole fan base are really torn on DJ, a bit like what they are with Derek Carr, but this this fan base are right to be torn um, because he is showing signs where it's a bit weird. It's, you know, you're unsure. But um, they're saying that Eli was exactly the same in his sort of first four seasons, was trying to do too much. Um, but the frustrating thing here is, is you've got a coach, uh, both Joe Judge and Garrett coming out and saying... Don't let, you know, your biggest greatness be your biggest weakness in the fact that you're trying to do things too hard. Then it doesn't seem to be sinking in. We all celebrated the group yesterday, well, apart from Bucks fans, but laughing that he actually threw one out in that fourth quarter because you were shocked <laughs> that it happened. Um, but there were, there was things here about, and, you know, people laugh about DJ, but there was two comparisons I saw on um, on Twitter, which is why I still want to stick with DJ because he, for me, he does have the potential. So... Against the same Tampa Bay defense, Aaron Rodgers in week six threw 16 of 35, 160 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. DJ threw 25 of 41, 256 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Great against the same defense. Good performance. He had some great throws. The dime for Deion Lewis, that first touchdown, couldn't have put it anywhere else. The dime for Tate, couldn't have put it anywhere else. And then the other one I saw was, yeah, Really, really good. We'll move on to that prick in a minute. But um, <laughs> the, the other one was against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who obviously have got an unbelievable defense. Daniel Jones, week one, 26 of 41, 279 yards, two TDs, two interceptions. Lamar Jackson, week eight, 13 of 28, 208 yards, two TD, two D, TDs, but yeah, I'll get it out, and two interceptions. So he's got the ability. It's just the mistakes that are costing us. Um, and you know it's a season and a half into his career, got to have some slack. But they are they are big. Good thing yesterday didn't fumble like Rojo. Um, so it was great that that Jamie couldn't come on and talk about damn fumbles, Jones. Um, that was a win for us. Um, but yeah, more I think more what I'm seeing on Twitter yesterday was. Uh, you know, he probably lost a few people yesterday, DJ, um, because it was a costly, costly, um, inaccurate game from him. Um, he won that game and be top of your started... division, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's a shame because it was a free game for us, but then I suppose we know when it's another 11-point lead lost, um, another opportunity at the end to sort of get back in the game, that that throw to Dion Lewis um, should have been further out wide, and it would have been safe as houses. Um, I know we spoke about it yesterday about the PI call and there was mixed opinions, but I don't know if you can see it. Um, you probably won't with it being on my phone and, and in here, but there's pictures on Twitter about how there's contact before and Giants fans cling to it about, oh, well, you know, the flag should have been there, flags, but the game should have been out of sight. Um, and we've had that, you know, time and time again. Cowboys, we, we moaned about a, a non-holding call at the end of the game it shouldn't matter the game should be out of sight and it's just another repeat of sort of the Giants not finding a way to win just finding a way to lose but um, I'm all right about it we showed signs and um, we've got two two big games coming up now we've got Washington next and then um, Eagles after that and then our bye week Um, I think the winner of this week's game will top the NFC East Um. The Cowboys, I think, are done for. No, no fault of their own, really. It's they have been shit. But if they had Dak, they would. Just they, they would have, uh, they Andy Dalton's on the COVID protocol as well. Is he? Oh yeah, my so god! So I just got to start literally in the last hour that they're going to um, promote somebody from the practice squad. 
who's going to start at quarterback the weekend. Um, is it is it Alex Tanio, whatever he's called? Uh, I can't remember the name. It's not the guy who played just the week gone. It's yeah, somewhere else. I think it team. might. I think it might be the, the the Giants reserve from the last few years. Because um, I know he was on their practice squad. Um, but yeah, I think what it's like basically it's all, every time the commentators speak, it's like just called up from the practice squad. Like he's doing yeah. really great. Just called up like why don't you just call everybody up from the practice squad? Because apparently they all do great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I think I, I'm I'm happy with that performance, and it gives us sign Washington are showing signs of doing well. Cooper Rush. Um, Cooper Rush, right? Yeah. Because Andy Dalton's down with COVID, and it's not going to be that Ben DiMucci. He had a concussion as well, didn't he? Dalton in the last game. Yeah, he did the week before, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's on COVID. He was so hung out to drive that DiMucci, wasn't he? Yeah. This week. Yeah. Absolutely hung out to drive. But yeah, there was, there was like I say, to wrap up, positive signs. Um, if we can go and somehow get, keep that performance, but DJ just tunes up to what he can do, then you know, we'll destroy Washington and then we'll give the Eagles a solid game. And if we win those two games, you're back in it and I've looked at our fixtures and then you're relying on beating the Bengals. Not going to be a hard, not going to be an easy game. Beating the Cowboys, still not going to be an easy game. And then your only other real options, maybe the Browns, depending on which Browns turn up. So, you know, NFC East, six wins. If you get these next two and those three, you're winning it. It's as simple as I know how the division is. But um, I think that's that's make a break for Gettleman and that's make a break for Dan Jones, I think. If we don't win any of those games, chances are we're second pick. Maybe even first if the Jets fluke it somehow. Um, and then you're looking at the likes of maybe the Buckeyes, Justin Fields, whatever he's called, being you know, a, a, quite an easy option for the Giants to go, fucking hell, we're going to have to cut our losses on DJ. Potentially a new GM. Wants a new QB. Don't know. I feel sorry for him. I do think he's the guy. But again, um, I'm reserving judgment until the end of this season. Let's see how he gets out of it. But positive signs. Joe Judge, got to say something about Joe Judge. He's, he's clearly an unbelievable coach. The way he's got these players playing hard for him with the talent, the lack of talent we have. Um, to still be in the games, in the positions we are, and to be so close. My God, if we get some talent in, it's going to be dangerous with him in charge. Um, and, and Jason Garrett yesterday finally let the chains off. Don't know what prompted it, but we've been waiting for it. And if DJ was accurate, it, you know, it would have paid, paid off big time. We, we had some great plays yesterday and he was actually letting him go deep, which is what I want to see. I, I think he was he was good for the Cowboys. Um, yeah. The, the years he had there as a coach, I, I quite like him. Um, I think the Cowboys to sort of sidetrack like the Cowboys is a thankless task whoever whoever's in charge because the, the fan base just expect them to do well uh, all the time. Yeah. It's because they're America's team. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think he I mean he took he he did well with that Prescott. I think was he like a fourth or fifth round pick Prescott, and I think he was. To, to sit behind Tony Romo and uh, Romo got injured and that came in and hasn't looked back really uh, yeah. it's not like Tony Romo to get injured um, but um, yes yeah, so I thought it was a good game really good needs game. to throw a signal for this gig <laughs> um, I, thought, no, I thought it was a really good game last night um, I really enjoyed uh, very nervy at times yeah well, I enjoyed it because I, I know if we lose really uh, here in the end of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was the worst part if we lost. I, uh, We're gonna get those poppers back out. I really didn't care who won. You know, I'm 
I'm, I'm over the defeat to the Bucks. Uh, I do think the Bucks will be right up there come come Christmas time. Um, so I'm over that defeat. I was more disappointed with the, the manner in which we lost, which I spoke about last week. I'm not I'm not going to go into it anymore. So I wasn't really bothered. If it, if it had been like um, the Patriots or something like that, I'd have really wanted the Giants to win. And I think I did. If I had to pick a team, I'd have probably gone the Giants just for the underdogs um, uh, side of it. But it was a really good game. Um, really enjoyed watching it. And uh, you know, I remember looking at my watch and it was like 20 past four. And I was like, I think I said in the group, I do not want this to go to a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, because my alarm goes off a quarter to seven. Um, I mean, I'd had a couple of hours sleep before I woke up, but <laughs> I could have done with a bit more, perhaps. Yeah, um, yeah, no, really, really good game. I thought if, if it is neutrals, out there, I, I'd probably recommend getting the, the highlights for that game because there's quite a lot that went on. That, that catch from Golden Tate was class, I thought. Um, it was. It was mint, like, like top top level. Um, and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Gronk did what Gronk does in the end zone. Um, he did what he had to do. Um, you know, I think. Now, the second, I think, Brady and Gronk in terms of yeah. how many TD passes. About 21 behind, aren't they? Yeah. Would he get there? I don't know. He'd be close uh, if they play together next season. Um, but, you know, you sort of, as much as I don't like either of them, I'll, I'll sort of take my hat to that and say that's fair play, especially with Gronk having a couple of years out as well. Um, yeah, I think uh, they've got that bet on for like comeback player of the year, and I think Gronk's got a good out chance to become the comeback player of the year. Has but anybody Alex else Smith? Back? Alex Smith, oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if it weren't obviously for Alex Smith, which is completely understandable, like, <laughs> but yeah. Gronkowski to perform the level, yeah, I mean, to the level that he's done so far, <laughs> Alex I think Smith nearly died definitely. and lost his leg. Gronk just went into WWE. <laughs> Yeah, so the Raiders, yeah, it is alive. Yeah, Raiders, good. Yeah, you know, we, I think I, I touched on it last week about the Browns were a false five and two, did not really come up against anyone of any merit, really. Um, but probably disrespectful to some of the teams that have played, but. Um, so I was, once I was confident, I was I was expecting a close win, I would say. Uh, and we got the news literally um, just before kickoff that Trent Brown had um, been wheeled out of the locker room by medics before the game. You know, a six foot nine, 5,000 stone uh, man mountain <laughs> of, a, of an offensive uh, right tackle, I think. Um, um, and... Um, what happened was that he was given a an IV because he was on the COVID. He was one tested positive for COVID week before, and the um, got air into his system. Um, so it's almost it can be fatal that. So yeah. I wonder if it's the same guys who punctured Tyler. <laughs> Some dodgy medics out there. Um, but um, so that was obviously a shame that that he didn't get to play. Uh, I think he's, he's he's looking like he might be alright this week. But um, so having that when you've already got a, a struggling. Um, a week and no line anyway and it wasn't good news to hear but when you see the weather report and there's 55 mile hour winds there was rain, sleet, snow and hail during the game uh, there was planes that were told not to land um, during the game because of the weather um, and the, the Vegas is obviously it's, um, it's, a, it's a sin of sunshine state, the, the Raiders were from California originally in Oakland um, they're not used to uh, uh, adverse weather conditions and I think Gruden said in the, the post-match presser that they haven't seen rain in Vegas for 193 days so um, it's not something probably some of the players certainly the rookies have come across in the NFL yet anyway um, so to to grind out a win 
um, like he did uh, was was quite quite, uh, quite nice to see. Um, I think I sent a clip to you two earlier, Colin Coward, who said um, basically Gruden outcoached the Browns coach in that game. Yeah. That's how he won the game. Uh, his experience came through and he knew how to um, sort of you know, pound the ball. We ran the ball, Jock, J- Jacobs, which is why he's there, um, 130 yards, I think. Didn't score a touchdown, but he, he absolutely smashed their defence to bits with his running. Uh, Devontae Booker was class as well um, with the running back. And um, there should have been a touchdown for Ruggs. Uh, it was chalked off. I think there's, there's uh, quite clear evidence of that. Yeah. But we got the win, 16-6. We've kept the Browns to, to six points, whereas every other team has scored 24 or more against us uh, until until Sunday. And apart from, uh, I think it was the Panthers, it might be the Saints, one and two, everyone else has scored more than 30. Um, so to keep a team down to six, at their home place as well, I know there's not, not particularly large crowds in at the moment, but to keep a team down to six is credit to um, what Gruden has done. He did say there'd be changes on his defence with certain schemes and certain things happening. Um, Jonathan Abram coming back, I think is massive. Um, the guy's an absolute machine. Uh, I think just watching him in the post-game presser as well, uh, I just I just love him because he, he just says what he thinks and I'm sure it'll get him in trouble at some point in the, uh, in the coming weeks, <laughs> yeah. months, years. But uh, some of the questions they were asking him, um, like the, he said, um, didn't want to be asking him, you bother about the weather? And he said, no, we'll turn up and play, we'll play on concrete, we'll turn up wherever you want and we'll play football and we're here to lose and that's what we'll do. And uh, I think it's perhaps the, not immaturity, but the experience coming out where, I know that's what you think, but perhaps not what you want to say uh, <laughs> yeah. sometimes. But I just kind of love him. I think he, he's great. He, he, he brings something else. He, I think Gruden mentioned that he brings a different hype to the to the team when he's in in the in the dressing room. And he, there's a little clip of him dancing as well before the game. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just having a whale of a time in the warm up. And it just it's quite infectious, I think, for teammates to see him having a good time and how good he is as a player as well. So, uh, yeah, please, really pleased with the result. Um, you know, it puts us four and three now with some more winnable games, but tough games coming up. We're going to play the Chargers this week. And, I think they're the opposite to the Browns. They're a false, in a false sort of position. Yeah, agreed. Uh, although the, well, we'll come on to their result in a minute. But, um, yeah, so I'm really, really happy with that result. It was, it was decent um, um, to win. Can't really grumble at a win. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm chuffed for four and three. Yeah, good. It was a good result. I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching the highlights. Crazy win, though. I like to see them. I like to see the Raiders <laughs> do well. The kicking of that uh, first, Carl, that first field goal. <laughs> Bend it like Beckham. Oh! Literally, it, 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 you can see he's aiming for it. was a perfect the, kick. Yeah, the far post, he thought, a little bit of wind, will just take the whole game. Until, well, I don't know how far it was, but it, it went like 10 yards out. It was, yeah, yeah. He, here we go, here we go. Oh, oh, he's gone. I think Mahomes <laughs> must have got his uh, remote control out again and just yeah. <laughs> it's like one of my golf shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I think they're two kickers as well. Um, the Browns kicker, I can't remember his name, and Carlson, they, used to, they went to college together because they knew each other. Um, so they were talking pre-game and post-game about the window. I think they're trying to give each other a few pointers, which is pretty good to see considering they're about to play against each other. Yeah. You <laughs> see that in, in Sunday league football. Yeah. Great. Uh, careful of that bit of the grass, lads. It's a bit wet. Over there. <laughs> you, you want to tell them, you? Um, yeah. That's what I mean. That's the one thing I love about American football is there's a camaraderie there and obviously they want to obviously see each other do well. Unless obviously you're Jeffrey Wims and you just want to just go, you're out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, that was the best bit. It was amazing. 
the rumours are the other lad spat at him, run the book. Uh, yeah. I've never understood why you'd hit somebody with the helmet on. I know. It's only going to hurt you. I think it must have, because I'm sure the second dirt. swing is a slap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's probably done his, done his wrist in a while. He'd be like, oh, better slap. Broke his knuckle. <laughs> I just love it when Jenkins comes to try and split it up, and he's just getting carried between the two arms that are like attached. <laughs> I think he only got a two-game yeah. suspension for that as well. Yeah, he did, yeah. Two games. He did. Yeah, but at least he, I mean, he tapped on his shoulder, you know, just to, and looked at him and went, I'm going to hit you now. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. weird. Just, Very weird. But, but having said that, there was some, you know, that was weird, but some weird results out there, wasn't there? Oh, oh hey, oh. Still, <laughs> Different kind of show. Cheeky flash. Uh, for anyone who listens and doesn't watch on YouTube, it might be worth getting on there. Uh, getting on YouTube. <laughs> Matt, Matt turned into Andy the Meat Man for a second. That's <laughs> got his first <laughs> clip of the week ready. Blackpool's <laughs> <laughs> best sausages. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so. Yeah, some crazy results. I mean, yeah. a big one, Dolphins. Two are coming in and doing Literally. it. Literally. Well, my first one I wanted to talk about <laughs> is, is the Dolphins. Um, yeah. Um, Stewart didn't really come in and do it, though, did he? He didn't do it. He only got one touchdown. It was mainly their defence, wasn't it? Especially he got, um, I was having a look at it. He only got 93 yards. 93 yards, one touchdown, yeah, which is pretty poor, actually. Um, yeah. But 88-yard, 88-yard punt return touchdown mm. was beautiful. And, yeah, for some reason, like I said, I mean, he, he only had 22 attempts and 12 completions, but he still won your first ever game, didn't you? And he got he got a touchdown pass to start the whole game off. He got the game ball. It's a nice moment for a rookie, yeah. isn't it, to get a win it against is, it, LA? But, you know, not everyone, not everyone can, um, you know, make the debut, do their second highest uh, comeback, <laughs> you know, rush for two, throw for two. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's, he's done all right, bless him. Let's see how many games he wins in a season and a half. If it's more than four, then he's better than DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one for me, well, there's two for me, but the big one, Bengals, uh, Titans. That's a huge result. Yeah, massive. Joey Burrows coming up trumps. Looks really good. Yeah, he does. Um, and it's just, I was going to say, it's a shame he's in such a poor team, but I don't think they are that poor, really. They, they, they're not great, um, but I don't think they're as bad as, as the Jets say. Um, but nope. they're a funny team, the Bengals. Boro has absolutely made a difference. There's no two ways about it. Um, but they're two and five and one tie. <laughs> um, you know, they got a great result against the Titans, who were five and one, but they're still two and five um, yeah. with that win. It's yeah. just it must be frustrating for a Bengals fan. Um, because well, I think Burrow is a real deal. Like we said, he's more said it for a few weeks now. Yeah, you'd hope that the likelihood is they're probably going to get a decent pick this year. So your hope as a Bengals fan is that they do well with their draft cap and yeah. and you know they build upon Burrows and build around him because he he's definitely a franchise quarterback. I think so. I think they've got a yeah. quarterback for, for at least a good ten years there. Yeah. Um, so moving on from a potentially good quarterback, we'll go to a really shit quarterback in um, Aaron Rodgers. Did really well against the Vikings, didn't he? Absolutely fantastic. Um, brilliant result. Absolutely love to see it. Um, enough, especially when Kirk Cousins only throws one um, and they still beat Green Bay. Absolute overrated. You say Rodgers didn't have a good game, but yeah. 
Yeah, right game. 200, but he didn't win, did he? He didn't put the team on his back. As everyone makes out that he does, <laughs> he did nothing. He, he did, did nothing. nothing. He is shit. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Matt Brown. They're shit. Any touchdown, no interceptions. Brilliant and to and see. Two, nearly 300 yards. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I think, or uh, what? That could be uh, our hashtag for the show. Uh, okay, yeah. Rodgers, fuck Matt Brown. Um, yeah, absolutely. If that goes trending on Twitter, people. Yeah. Well, exactly. He is. He's a nobody. <laughs> a Don't worry, everyone. He's an absolute nobody. But all the free yeah. passes as well going to Devontae Adams as well to get his hat trick. So I do like Devontae. I think he's class. Yeah, um, solid player. Yeah, it is a weird result because Packers were five and one. Vikings were one and five. Um, you'd have never have called that. Um, nope. Even as a Vikings fan, you'd have assumed you're in for a tough season. Um, but you never know, that could kickstart them now. And I've always had a soft spot for the Vikings. I think their helmet is, it's weird thing to say, but their helmet's one of them. I love their helmets, those purple headed warriors. <laughs> I just think, uh, I think the, the little Viking horns on the side, I think it looks mint for a helmet. And the, the other helmet I like is the Bengal, I think that's a class helmet as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I do like the Vikings. Um, you know, they, they were almost there, was it last season? Before, uh, yeah, that amazing play against the Saints, weren't it? Like last Saints. minute, well, it was yeah. more of a whiff from the Saints, wasn't it? <laughs> than uh, than Diggs making an amazing play. It's still but, like the sky yeah. opening thing now, isn't it? As yeah, as goes, <laughs> it oh my god, it, it was brilliant. That it was brilliant, but was, I also. Um... I'm a bit of a shit. I really like the fact that they failed to make the Super Bowl because it was at their, their place. <laughs> and they were calling it like the Minnesota Miracle. I was like, please fail, please fail. And it did. So I was quite happy because I'm a bit of a prick like that. It's going to be the Tampa dream, isn't it? That's going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait for that bubble to burst. I mean, after, I mean, I, I give our defense credit because we made you look average, but I actually think you are overrated now. We've played you. Um, I think you'll lose in your first playoff game. But I still think that's that's good for the books, like you said, Jamie. I said I'd happily take the playoffs. Yeah. Considering it's been a very long time since we got there. It's a winning season. That if I if I said it before Brady came anyway, if if you say it's our season, would you take a winning season? You'd be like, yeah, don't care. Hundred percent. Especially yeah. with Saints in our division, who are yeah. still an unbelievable team who we are facing this weekend. On another one mm. twenty a.m. Yeah. game on Sunday night, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these yeah. prime time games. <laughs> but you you look at you look at the Giants yesterday. So you know you like you say you you're probably the premium rush defense, aren't you? And we had um, two rookies, a first year center, um, and a right tackle who's awful as it is anyway, um, playing. And then we were bringing Matt Burton, who was a rookie right tackle, to swap with Cam Fleming. And we were allowing Goldman to run straight up you. We weren't even going to the edge. Yeah. We were just going through you. And I think I think you're there to be beaten. I think you still got that soft side, which probably after a year of having Brady in, you can see he's trying to bring people up already. Um, yeah. I think that will change. But yeah, I just think, like Matt said, I think it's a win, win or bust season. I think it's, it's Brady's contract is a win or bust for the books. And then where you go from there, God knows. It's definitely not bringing Winston I, back. I think with... Um... With with it, I mean, I, I've always said Giants are our bogey team anyway, but with with the game, I would rather play shit against the Giants than play yeah. shit against the Saints. We've had that shit Someone game now. Let's go yeah. smash them. Like, I, because we played incredible against the Packers. 
against the Raiders. We've, we've had these really, really good games. So I'm glad this sh- shit game happened against a shit team. I mean, mm. no offence. <laughs> no. And then obviously we're, we're going over to the Saints now come Sunday and that's going to be like the biggest game of our season because if we win that, yeah. we'll win in our division. If yeah. we lose it, they're topping it and they've got a game in hand. Yeah. So... I think... I don't. I don't think you necessarily played shit against us. We're probably taking a bit away from the Giants there. It's not like me to give them credit, but you know we were all sort of. I think there's probably three or four times when we'd put in the group that it was like unbelievable play from our corners to break yeah. a play up. Um, we just schemed well. I mean, Patrick Graham has been un- an unbelievable steal to bring in from the Dolphins, and I can't believe I'm saying it with, with how how he was last season at the Dolphins, how the Dolphins were, but he's been brilliant. I think my only negative about him is I, I'd prefer to rush with four than three, but with our, with our linebacker unit, I don't think we've got that edge, that outside linebackers that gives you the speed if you're rushing with four to make up. So I'm happy that he goes three and four. You just saw it a bit yesterday, like Tom Brady was getting a bit too much time in the pocket when we were rushing with three. If we had that fourth, you know, we probably would have gobbled them up a few times. I think there was one fourth down where we were, I was just like, that was so, so bad in the group and a bit costly. But with the personnel he's got, he's working absolute wonders on that defence. Um, and yeah, I, it, it's it's tough as a Giants fan because, it, again, it just gives you that hope that you know is probably going to get ripped away. But, <laughs> you know, we come out losing to the books by only two points with a chance to convert that two-point conversion at the end, take it to overtime. Defence has played great. Your offense has played great apart from your quarterback, you know, and you know that your quarterback has got it in him to play good. If he can just tune up and we stay the same, we get him wins. But it just gives that false out hope that you know we'll go to Washington next week. The worst thing is hope. Hope is the worst thing. This is the only problem about us being good now is that literally we have playoff hopes. I'm expectations. happy yeah. September every season, I'm like, yeah, this is the year we make it. This is the year we're doing things. <laughs> by, by October, normally I'm like, yeah, at least we've got a good draft. It's like we're building for next year. We're all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, only a couple of the results I think worth mentioning, really. Patriots, Bills. Yeah. Bills finally did it. Cam, Cam, Cam. Love Cam. My favourite. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, yeah, Ooh. just a uh, good. Good result for the Bills. Cam, Cam yeah. lost uh, the Patriots again. Uh, or didn't win in the game. It's probably the fair, fair way to call that. Yeah. Uh, Steelers-Ravens as well. Uh, that was, was tight. Um, Lamar... Back and forth, got, that one. It was yeah, ridiculous. I thought Lamar was rolling at the end as well. But um, yeah. he, he blew it, unfortunately. I think uh, Lamar, he, did he get... Was it three? No, just two interceptions. Because uh, I think pretty was like the first place. There was one for, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick, by the way, is horrid. But horridly good. Yeah, he's, he's just nasty, isn't he? Yeah. JJ's picked an unbelievable time to follow these. Coincidentally, <laughs> JJ. Um, yeah. but... But he, he did want to mention to JJ, he wanted to follow the Raiders, but because I already did, he said, I'll pick another team. And I think yeah. it was the, the black jersey of the uh, Raiders that he liked. So, yeah. You know, the only other teams. Get your closest, yeah. Or Saints, really, I suppose. Um, but, uh, Exciting to be a Steelers fan yeah. at the moment. Uh, yeah, we'll put, um, until they choke and lose the season. Well, we put, put my mate <laughs> JP John Bott in the group over the weekend. He's a 49ers fan, and he, I think he said he's got the Steelers to win it all, hasn't he? Um, mm. um, yeah, we'll have, we'll definitely have John on here because he, he's been into NFL over the years, and, and I think I mentioned he's uh, coached his uni team um, 
Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll have we'll have JP on here. Um, and our group chat keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. Uh, more and more people go into it. I've got, <laughs> some, I've got two more to add to it. I'm just waiting for him to come back to me. Um, but um, Bill messaged me this morning saying he woke up to 500 texts. On WhatsApp. <laughs> 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 I was quite surprised though because there was about four of us up, and I think Mark yeah. did well, but he didn't really contribute. Was yeah, yeah, I think Mark Gary. must have nodded off because he started, yeah. didn't he? Got quiet. <laughs> so four yeah, of us yeah, up yeah. at four a.m. Uh, text me saying, "Jesus, mate!" And there's five hundred and two messages in the group chat. <laughs> the last one being at four twenty-five a.m. and that was Gaz replying whatever to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the only result I wanted to just touch on very briefly was a divisional game between the Chargers and the Broncos. Um, mm. Being that the one Chargers. Romped into the lead um, quite early on. Um, you know, Herbert, he, he's looking really, really good. Herbert. Um, yeah, agreed. Really good. You know, and they were fourteen three up, and then they were at the end of the third, they were twenty four ten up, and then in the fourth quarter, Denver scored three <laughs> touchdowns, twenty one points, uh, and they won the game thirty one thirty. Now, I'm going to put that down to inexperience from. Uh, Herbert. However, the Broncos have a fairly inexperienced quarterback in Drew Locke as well. So mm, he did well in that final quarter, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Two hundred forty yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Pretty decent. Um, three touchdowns for Herbert. Two hundred seventy-eight yards, but two interceptions. I think that's what set them apart, really. But that—that's probably. I've not watched the highlights, but that's probably an exciting game to 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 recap on if you if you're doing it. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people well. were saying the Bronx were pretty bad, but obviously at the start of the season, they had the Steelers and the Titans and the Buccaneers in their first three games. So obviously they were 0-3. Mm. And then obviously they've had the Jets, Patriots, and then obviously they beat the Chargers now, and then obviously they've lost to the Chiefs. So imagine having them in your first, like, your first four games. Yeah. Five games with Titans, Steelers, Buccaneers, Jets, and then... Patriots and then the Chiefs in your first few games, it's quite yeah. mental. But if you look at who they've got to come Falcons, Raiders, Dolphins, Saints, Chiefs again, Panthers, Bills, Chargers. I mean, they could get a run, you never know, but they've been, they've they're, not, they're not as bad as what people thought they would. I mean, yeah, they put up a good fight uh, to get back. Yeah, to losing them. Von Miller it was huge for them, yeah, yeah, he's he's he's, he's a phenomenal one of the best player. in the game, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he does come back from that next season. Uh, yeah. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sounds like. Uh, yes, because obviously Broncos, divisional rounds and all that, that business. Uh, we've got the, like, bring us on mate, nicely to next week's fixtures. We've got the charge in it, uh, this weekend. Um, it's always uh, a funny game, or it was pre-COVID, that the Raiders always had more fans in the stadium in San Diego than the Chargers did. Uh, so it was always, a, a, we get two home games against the Chargers. That was always the, the funny thing. And I dare say, being formerly from LA as well, um, that we would have had more fans in the stadium in LA than the Chargers. Yeah. Would have They're not a very well-supported team, the Chargers. Um, but I, I'm apprehensive about it, really. I think um, it's a game, if we are playoff candidates, playoff hopefuls, we should be winning, really. Um, but... Uh, I do, I'm erring on the side of caution a little bit. I do think Herbert is pretty good. Uh, I do think they've got some other good players as well. Um, I'm a fan of Keenan Allen. I think he's, he's mint. Um, yeah. And, you know, they have got a few other decent players. But 
Yeah, um, I don't I know. This is the biggest week for all of us. I mean, all divisional games, all with the opportunity yeah. to get to the playoffs. Like you said, you've got Raiders, Broncos, Giants, Washington, and Buck Saints. I mean, they're all big divisional rival games. Yeah. It's going to be hopefully yeah. happy week next week, but. <laughs> Episode seven never happened. <laughs> episode oh, lucky seven coming on if we lucky seven i cannot be bothered with that oh, if we all win though we'll all get poppers and we'll all join together not those kind of poppers you know the party <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong kind of podcast that yeah. <laughs> not suitable oh, no. for children again please jamie <laughs> <laughs> no, you've, already, you've already seen uh, what religion i am yeah. <laughs> well, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a very good Sunday, I reckon. It's gonna mm. a lot to play for. Like I said, I think our Buck Saints game is uh, whoever wins that's top in the group. Yeah, I and think I it's think the same for us. I do. I think yeah. Washington are improving week on week. They've got one of the strongest pass uh, pass defenses, which you know worries you as a Giants fan. However. I think we shouldn't bring Will Hernandez back in if he clears COVID protocols. I think Shane Lemieux was unbelievable um, for his debut game. I know Mark said that he couldn't believe how low he dropped. The coaches have said some good things about him. Um, one of them being that he was a bit too nasty and a bit too aggressive, so they've reined that in. Um, but you like to have that about him. Weirdly, Andrew Thomas had his best game of the season. Looked good. Um, say look great, but looks miles better than than what he has all season, and that was with you know another rookie next to him rather than Will Hernandez, who's been awful. Um, so I think for me, I'd stick with it. Why not? It's worked. You've had you know you've looked solid. You you've not let as many pressures through as you have before. See if it carries on. Um, hopefully, sounds terrible, but hopefully he doesn't clear protocols. Hopefully he's clean, but just not early enough. Um, and I, the, I think the only worry is, I think, you know, at the time we're recording this, it's the deadline tonight, I think, isn't it? The trade deadline. I think um, Kevin Zietler and Golden Tate go from the Giants. Um, so where that leaves us is, you know, Zietler's been, I'd say, okay um, this season at, at right guard, but he's, you know, he's our vet on that line. Um, so we've just signed Kenny Wiggins from Lions, who will have to ask Bones about. Um, but I think he's only played something like 30-odd games in, in eight seasons, so obviously nothing that special, but I imagine it's that veteran presence just to to fill that hole when, when Zeitler goes. But again, that Shane Lemieux can, can play there if Will Hernandez comes back in. Um, but then it's it's who fills that slot receiver in, in Golden Tate's absence. I've not been a fan of him this season, but the last two games he's made two big touchdown catches. Um, he threw, yeah, it, it was, and he's got that in him. He has, the, and he's called Showtime Tate for a reason. I remember um, when signed him, and I, I was picking him up. I was a fan. Yeah, of he is. He's he's a he's a big time player, but you know, DJ spread the ball around well this season, and and Golden Tate hasn't received as much as he's wanted. Um, it just broke before. Um, they didn't actually show it on on our recorder. I didn't see it while you know what we were watching. But apparently he picked the ball up after the touchdown, screamed into the camera, pass you know, pass me the ball basically, or give me the ball. Um and then his missus has just absolutely gone to town on the Giants all over Instagram. 
um, about how they don't use him enough and how he'll he'll make a he'll make a delete this, but because he's a team player, but it's a shambles basically how much they're they're not using him and stuff. But it's not like we're targeting people over him. He just isn't getting that separation, and he hasn't done what he should be doing for the Giants that he did for the Lions to you know earn that reputation. He shows a flash of it, and thank God he's shown a flash the past two games because I'm hope that gives us an extra round pick for him rather than a six. Maybe we'll be able to get a fifth for him, but. Um, I think he's a goner, especially after all that. I think he's been one of Gettleman's stinky trades with how much we're playing for him. Um, sorry, free agency, um, how much we're paying for him. So I think he'll be gone, and we'll just have to deal with a bit of dead cap for two years. But I'd, I'd, I'd take it. Um, I'd, I'd take it and get get that sixth pick that we need next year because we've still only got five draft picks as it stands. I'd take him. Yeah, I think Green Bay are looking for a receiver, apparently. I think uh, um, there was someone else, um, the Ravens, mm. because we're going to talk about him now as well. I know uh, you absolutely despise him, Matt, after last year, but Brown is due to make his debut against the Saints, Antonio Brown. So I know he was looking to go towards the Ravens as well before, obviously, Book signed him up, but... Is Antonio Brown going to be good? I hope so. I know how excited you were looking forward to him at the Raiders. Yeah, it's going to go one of two ways, isn't it? First, you look at, you ignore his his personality and his his persona and whatever, and look at his ability and he is... He will be number one. Yeah, he was. In 2017-18, he was the best receiver in the NFL. No... No two ways about it. He was the cover boy for Madden. Um, he was on fire at the Steelers. They, you know, they they had Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, and that they were, we should have been um, the best team in the NFL, really. Uh, Rocket yeah. was garbage, though, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> although the seven and zero, seven and zero. But um, so when you when you take out his sort of um, off-field antics, the books have got a potentially star player um, even with the plays you have in Mike Evans and Godwin and, and whatnot I think Antonio Brown is better than them yeah however he's a dick an absolute dick there's, there's mm. no it, it, for, for anyone who's fairly new to the NFL uh, he was traded to the Raiders I was buzzing for it as I mentioned the other week I, I bought his jersey it was a huge coup for us uh, and obviously he had the best thing to do is watch the Raiders Hard Knocks series. Yeah, it goes into that pretty well. Um, and he was making excuses of why he couldn't be there. He got frostbite on his feet, so he couldn't train. Um, but there's little things like he was training with Derek Carr during the off season. He was going to his house and they were working together way before any of the camps. So that at the time made me think, do you know what? Yeah, we've got a, we've got an absolute player here. And then. Um, one thing led to another. He was an absolute gimp, uh, and we we cut him because of his attitude. Um, yeah, was he kicking off about a helmet or something like that as well? Yeah. So this is what I'm about to get to. He his helmet he's had or had 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 gone over the I think it's a ten year limit where it then becomes um, not usable. It's not one of the helmets the NFL allowed players to use. Um, so he was kicked. That was the first sort of bit of trouble, really. Where you think, oh, yeah, you can see both sides of it. I mean, to, towards it, it's a helmet. I, I don't know a lot about. It. I've never had to wear one, but 
you can sort of see well, if it's the helmet he's had for his whole NFL career, that that particular shape, brand, or whatever, then I get it a little bit. Yeah. But oh, the more you look into it, the more you think he just that's just his excuse because he had a, a running with Mike Mayock, who at the time was the new new general manager, who they had a running at the side of the field during training, and um, there was words and. In a nutshell, Mayock basically told him to knob off, um, saying you're not, you're not big in the team. They cut him that day, for that man. Um, so there's obviously he's come out and he, he put a video of himself on Instagram and Twitter of him cheering when he found out the Raiders had cut him and all this sort of stuff. Like he was free, <laughs> finally free. Um, all sorts of other stuff's gone on. He's been accused of various things. He's had the police at his house, um, all since being cut and all, all that sort of stuff. And then he signed with the Patriots not too long after. Um, played one game and they cut him. Um, he did score a touchdown, yeah, and, but they cut him. So, you know, you well, start to think. Of sexual allegations, though, weren't it? So they yeah, you, you've gone really quiet there, Jamie. Can I'm I just say it? Yeah. Um, you've gone silent now. Um, yeah, they, they cut him for sexual allegations, that's why, weren't they? So, yeah, but I mean, this, is what, this is what I mean. There's all the off field stuff um, going on. And then um, obviously there's various things that have happened and, and stuff in the last twelve months and whatever. Um, so I don't really know. Did, did the Bucks need him? No, uh, I don't think so. Um, if you get, it's one of those things that everybody's doing at the moment. They're just picking up third and fourth choices because if there's an injury, you've got those. Especially with COVID, if say Mike Evans get COVID, what are you gonna do? Like Godwin's out injured. Or we're going to have this Scotty Miller, which is incredible anyway, in Tyler yeah. Johnson. But you need those options there now. And I think that's what a lot of teams are doing, picking up these third and fourth string players to fill in those voids in case there are injury or COVID protocols. So, mm. um, I mean, they did say it's part of his contract that if he is found guilty in December, his contract's terminated, which is great. So if he can get in some good plays at the time, I mean, hopefully, God forbid, he is innocent because you know we don't want that kind of thing in the nfl <laughs> but you know um my, my worry if, if i was a Bucks fan would be we've got a good team here do we really need to upset it is antonio brown going to be happy not being the main man because he won't be you know he definitely <laughs> won't be the main man and uh, there's a lot of big characters in that team now you know yeah Brady, the Gronk, the, the mike evans the leonard fournette that there's there's some big big characters in that team and he is going to try and be alpha male like like he is, but mm, yeah. it's going to go one of two ways. I, I think um, it's I, either going to be the sign of the season and it's going to be amazing, or it's just going to go to shit and he gets cut after two weeks. The Raiders <laughs> side of me wants that second option to happen. Um, I really want him to ruffle your feathers and upset you with it, not because I want the books to lose, but because it's like, well, you've had why is somebody signing him when he's had enough chances. Um, mm. So it would be, it would. I would have said the same if anybody were signing. Well, I hope he messes up his season because I think he's a tit and he's had too many chances. It's Brady um, absolutely loves him though, doesn't he? Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's gonna be an unbelievable move. I think it's risk free. The fact that they've put all these stipulations in their contracts about his off-field conduct and stuff, then it makes the books look better if something does happen. Um, it's his third chance. He'll now know that it's his final chance. You know. Having that over here probably makes you want to succeed, but I, I agree, he is, he is a cock. So, um, th- you know, there's still the risk that it doesn't. Not going to lie, I'm here for that. I love that sort of player every now and again. <laughs> I just adhere myself to, to one of them when they're just, they just don't give a fuck and 
you know, I'm not about the the sexual sort of off off field conduct, but the not giving a fuck about anyone but himself in the NFL. I love. I think it's an elite mentality. Um, when you've got that talent, it just goes hand in hand. I think they showed a graphic, didn't they, on uh, Monday Night Football that he's in regards to all active receivers, he's still second in all rankings, and that's with the time he's had out. Um, just shows how good he is. I think he will be the main man when it comes to wide receivers. Um, I also think that can be a negative for the books. I think it shows Arians, I'd say, bit of weakness. He's letting Brady call the shots. Arians hasn't wanted to sign him. You saw, you know, Jamie, you posted in the group earlier that picture from March before you signed Brady. <laughs> he'd come out and said he'd, he'd never be anywhere no, near him. And then no, that, that was about Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's, but that's oh, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And then lo and behold, Brady comes in and guess who they signed? The one that Brady's tried to get the Patriots yeah. you know, at Tampa Bay. Um, the power's in Brady's hands. But I think because of that, Brady does like his favourites, doesn't he? I mean, look at what he did with Edelman and, and Gronk at, at um, New England and now what he's doing with Scotty Miller um, at Tampa Bay. Well, if he gets AB in, I think you'll start to see it more. So I think it'll only be a positive. And if it books up, what, you know, what have you lost really? tiny bit of cap space it's not a massive deal is it that he's signed for no uh, I mean like I said even if it's just for a little bit until Godwin gets fit again mm. I mean just to fill that extra gap maybe but I hope he is elite and he goes on and we do incredible things and he gets the numbers that you did for the Steelers but if he if, does you will lose Mike Evans I agree it's a choice between those two not particularly because yeah. like I said uh, what Matt was saying I still think Mike Evans again is one of the greatest and elite wide receivers, but he's only got 300 odd yards. And you're like, well, that's not good enough. But he's still got six touchdowns. He doesn't need those yards. Antonio Brown could get the yards. Mike Evans will get the touchdowns in the red zone. He, those to... two will not be on. They will not be on the same team. Not purely for cap. Especially when you read. Godwin you... no. the tight ends. Not a chance. It, I mean, on paper, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? But it isn't going to happen. And you uh, don't want to play second fiddle together. Yeah, it isn't going to happen. Both. Mike Evans is a bit of silent assassin. Uh, yeah, I was making some comments about Evans in the group last night, and Tom will confirm that I was absolutely fishing. Uh, I texted him out of the group and said, I've got them both here. You didn't buy, you didn't buy as much to be fair, Dave. Get the jazz done a little bit. Um, I, I think Evans is great, I think he's a really good wide receiver. Um, but I do think he probably does need to up his yardage a little bit. I know touchdowns are goals, that's what matters, but. I think for a wide receiver, it's it's let's get us downfield, uh, let's get the yards. That's my take on a, a, a wide receiver. You look at Julio Jones and he's just banging in yards after yards after yards for a really average yeah. team. Um, but, um, he hasn't helped this year. I, I will give Evans that. The, the three games that I've watched of the books, he's not used him or targeted him much at all. And I don't think it's lack of separation from Evans because he is good like that. He just he loves Scotty Miller. And then it's clear that he's using Scotty Miller to progress down and then when it's coming to that Get clutch, he's using Gronk or Evans, yeah. Um, which, again, I suppose shows how good Brady is. But, yeah, when, you, when you're then trying to argue that Mike Evans is an elite, um, you know, an elite wide receiver, he's, yeah. he's not. He's actually an elite elite red zone player, maybe. Well, so I mean, he's, what, had, he's had a thousand yards the past, in his first, every season he's had, he's had over a thousand yards. So, how tall is he? How tall is he? Is he about 6'5"? He could um, end up transitioning to a tight end, really. Yeah. Um, you look at the yeah, especially great, with his ankle problems, he's um great tight ends are always sort of tall. 
and um, the most you know, yeah you make the the end zone plays don't you you make the touchdowns look at Gronk look at Darren Waller you look at Jason Witten from the Cowboys um, Jared Cook at the Saints they're all big people that yeah. get you a catch um, so well, one of the yeah one of the stats I was looking at because you were talking about it I was like I'm gonna have a look to see what our wide receiving yardage is like for the season so Scotty Miller's hit a 400 yards. Mike Evans has hit three seven three. Rob Gronkowski's hit three two one, and Chris Godwin's hit two seven nine. So he's spreading it about. So yeah. it's not just one guy. That that's a team game. So if Antonio Brown comes in and hits about four hundred along with that, all of that as well, he's spreading it about. He's not having that one receiver because Mike Evans is that good. He always gets double teamed. So you're allowing Scotty Miller to run through or Gronk no, or I mean, even even. Cameron Bray as well. He gets a few as well. He's under, yeah. like, he's an unsung hero. I love Cameron Bray. I just think what Tom said. I don't think Evans or AB will want to be second fiddle to the other. Um, yeah. It's also hard, you know, as a franchise to have that, you know, because they they would sit there and go, well, we could we could blood bloody youngster through, and think about what you know what we could get for Evans or what we could get. It would be Evans they'd get rid of if you, if you signed AB. Massively save on, on Evans. Uh, say, Evans is. Evans' is franchise, I think he's our franchise wide receiver. He's our franchise player. So then you go, well, he's going to renew. Are they going to want to pay? But this is all reliant on AB actually being a success and then re-signing with, with yeah. the books. But again, I think about good. this rotation as well. Mm. You've got Fournette and Rojo who are doing it to bits as well. Like They, they don't mind. They're happy to rotate. So hopefully yeah. this mentality is going to work. Fournette can't be ignored in the, in the character stage. He, he's a bit of a Knob himself, you know. Um, <laughs> he's worked well with Rojo. So. Uh, I just mean his character. He's a bit of a pleb. Um, you look at what he what he did at the Jags when he spat his dummy out. Uh, a bit of a dick, really. But that's just another big character you're going to have up against Antonio Brown. I just think it. I, um, I do have a, a Raiders cap on. I am a little bit biased towards the, the negative side of Antonio Brown. I just don't think the books need him. That's my. Mm. Yeah. but we'll, we'll see but you see, it's certainly something for the neutrals to, to watch it unfold <laughs> yeah definitely to, to see what goes down if you've got the Antonio Brown in 2017 then that's a hell of a player um, he's, he's not yeah. that wide receiver yeah but on a less Antonio Brown note <laughs> what, I've what got Carlsberg <laughs> <laughs> hang on does anybody want to guess what Tom's got oh oh it's something different oh no wait it's Corona um, <laughs> yeah I'm on a, I'm, I'm on, on something different I'm on a Hobgoblin Gold this week. Uh, it's an ale. Uh, I'm more of a cider drinker myself. Um, but I don't mind the odd the odd ale. It's all right. It's about 4.3, I think it is. Um, yeah, it's all right. It'll do. It's wet. It's cold. A bit like Blackpool. Yes, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> um, so we've got some questions. Yeah. Should I start on the, the Patriots one I had last week after the episode? I've, yeah. I've done a. I've literally just wrote a little bit down purely for for Adam. Um, so I won't profess to know loads about the Patriots. The, what I know was they were unbelievably unbelievably successful with with Brady and Belichick, and then Brady's now left, and there was a big question out there of Is it was Brady it Brady? Or yeah. Um, and obviously at the moment it's looking like Brady was was carrying them, but I think from what I sort of dug and looked at, I think it's probably a bit of a false representation. Um, so they're they're two and five for the season. Um, they obviously signed Cam in the off season, which I thought was a brilliant move. Um, 
Maybe need to start questioning that now. Don't know. Um, but I'm shocked more people weren't after him. He's talented. Um, he's He can do both. He can run and throw. Um, but who knows? Maybe he's regressed a bit with the, the year he's had. But yeah, I mean, I've had a look and, you know, he started solid, didn't he? They, they went 2-0 and and looked really good with Cameron, you know, involved in the running game. Looked really good. Looked like Bill had, had made some great adjustments and started to scheme for him. Um, but I think what you've probably seen is teams were maybe prepping for the Patriots of old that were a passing team. Um, or, well, a mixture. Um, uh, and then they were coming up against a team that were just running and running and running and running. But now there's more tape out there for them. Teams are now obviously aware of, of you know, Cam's ability and, and Bill's scheme with them. And maybe that is what's causing them to come unstuck. Um, they've had some terrible games. Yeah, terrible luck with Cam going on the COVID um, reserve, missed the Chiefs game. Josh Davis seems to think that the Patriots would have beat them if Cam was there. Um but I think that was more him saying he wasn't happy with the Chiefs' performance rather than the Patriots being good. Um, they were unlucky on Sunday, weren't they? Um, I think they were doing the right thing. They were running that ball. They were in scoring territory. They needed three points to tie it. Or was it three points to win it, maybe? I can't remember. Um, yeah. Um, they were in field goal range, but obviously, naturally, you just burn the clock down and... Cam stupidly fumbled it, um, which is is a shame because again he'll be in in the highlight with him being the quarterback and the big name that they've signed, comparing him to what Brady would have done, who obviously wouldn't have run. But um, you know, again he gets highlighted more and more. Um, I'd be very interested to see if there's any moves tonight from from them. There've been a lot of rumours that every one of their players was on the block. Literally one um, mentioned there. Yeah, but yeah, shopping Gilmore. I yeah. What I read today was they're looking at a first round and a player. Uh, I mean, which is a lot. Yeah, but he, he player, is worth it. Defensive yeah. player. Um, best player I on think, the defensive round of the ball last year. Yeah, I think if anyone, if I think if anyone goes, then I think that shows you Belichick's thoughts on this season. But yeah, I'm looking at it, and the fact no one has gone yet when it's been out there for a couple of weeks that the Patriots are willing to sell, then maybe they aren't. Um, They've got, I've had a look to their schedule that's left. No, it's not that easy. Maybe five more wins for them. The Bills look like they're going to take that division. So, so the Patriots. I'd have an arm the Dolphins for that division, though. Bills are having a. I just think, I think they might, I think they can just put the Patriots. Yeah, 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 there could be a possibility. Could be. Patriots uh, finished third in that division. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are just something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, I agree. They, they've, you know, they've had a lot of, they had a lot of draft picks, haven't they? Yeah, they have, and they've got Houston's who are doing terrible as well. So they've got their first, which is yeah, an absolute I'm, bonus I'm for them. Buzzing about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I'd look a bit deeper, more about the roster changes more than anything. Um, and I, I think people expect because the Patriots have, have won and won and won and won that they just step up again and win. But this seems to be a massive transitional season for them. So there's four players that are picked out that are probably hugely impacted. You've obviously lost, lost Brady, which again, you know. Is the GOAT. Like, let's be yeah, honest. He's he is the, the greatest player of all of, time. 
of course. And you lose, not only you lose his ability, whether he was regressing or not, the Patriots, you lose that influence in the locker room. And Cam is a different person. You know, we all believe Cam is a spoiled little brat. Is that someone that can lead in the dressing room? I don't know. I do think Brady is as well, by the way. Yeah, I, I, think he, I think he shows it on the sidelines. But I think what he does with players and how he, you know, there's a story I heard about Brady, which I really liked, was when he agreed to sign for Tampa was he phoned the centre straight away and was like, I, I want you to wear a towel because our connection and with some of the weather that you get in Tampa, it needs to be right and I'll work with you on it straight away. And stuff like that is like... He works with players. Yeah. He wants the best for everyone. And he, he did some of the, the other... I think was it your last game after the, after the, the whistle had, had gone? Um he went and spoke to an opposition player that was a rookie or something. And there was a connection between his dad and Brady or stuff like that. I just, I just think he's someone that does put time into players where I don't think, I know, I know you're not liking this, Matt, but I don't, Cam doesn't strike me as that. They've lost Gronk, who was a huge tight end, you know, um, for them. Hightower has gone on the COVID list. Um, the reserve, well, they opt out this year. That's a big loss at linebacker for them. And then the one that, I didn't realise, but is Gostowski or Gostowski, however it's pronounced. Yeah, the kicker. Now, he's had a shit season um, this season. I think he's at about just under 60% completion. When you look at his Patriots completions, he was 88 90% for the years he was there. Yeah, um, so that's four big players for sort of key, key areas. Your quarterback, a tight end, probably your best linebacker, and your kicker. That you've then gone, and I mean, you've you've even lost Sanu Senior, um, but that was through choice more than anything. Um, so I just think that could be a long couple of years for the Patriots because I don't think they'll get a top ten, top fifteen pick this year. I still think they'll get seven wins. Um, so it's it's how they move. Hopefully, so could... they've dominated it the past few years. It's yeah. nice. To it would be nice them. to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it will. But as a Patriots fan, and more for for Adam is. Maybe strap in for a bit, mate, because um, you might need to pick a new team because you obviously is only he... pick Patriots for winning. <laughs> is he new to football? Um, I don't think so. So to be fair, I mean, are you? I don't know if Adam, Adam might have been there when you were there. He was only Enzi team anyway. Um, he was only there for a short period. Um, and um, he just messed, I didn't even realise he, he was into it. He messaged me out of the blue just saying that, you know, he was a heavy Patriots fan. Um, could we do a segment on, on what's happened? He said it might not actually be needed by the time you, you record because it might be the Bills and it might all be, you know, oh, actually we're back. Um, but so I just thought I'd have a, have a quick look into it and do a bit of five minutes on it. But yeah, I think is has Bill had enough? Hmm, we'll, we'll see. There's a couple of funny stories about uh, Belichick. Um, and I think he, do you know who was the Jets head coach before he was Patriots? Um, I didn't, I know he was Giants, I didn't know he was the Jets. He was Jets for something like 20 odd days, and then went, oh. to, the, they went to the Patriots, didn't even do it, didn't manage or coach a game for the Jets, it was during the off-season. Yeah. Uh, so it could have absolutely changed the Jets' fortunes, yeah. they could have been the dynasty, if you will. Um, so yeah, I think he was um, coach for 20 odd days, something like that. And uh, you mentioned about Gorskowski and, and how much of an impact a kicker can have. I think there's one team in recent history that has drafted a kicker in the first round. Um, anybody who has a guess what team that was? Was it not us? Uh, Raiders, I think. I'm pretty sure we took... Um, my, I'm sure it was the first round. Um, 
thingy, we took a, a guy in, and it could be because he broke every single college record. Yeah, um, it's always a joke that's been made as fans that we wasted a first, waste the first round pick. We used the first round pick on Sebastian Janikowski. Was he good so, or? Yeah, yeah, he holds. I think he holds like four of the longest five field goals in his first round. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, second um, round. Sorry, we took him. Aguayo. Yeah, it's it's uh, like a wooden joke that only the Raiders would pick a fucking pick <laughs> first round pick. But uh, he, something Gettleman would do. He, he's the one who they tried to have the seventy odd yarder. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think he has some some stupid stats like he has four of the five longest kicks in history or something like that. Um, he is, and he's. At, I think he's at Seattle now. Um, we, we we let him go uh, recently. He might have retired. I think now, but. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes, good question, I suppose, for, for a Patriots fan uh, to, to know what one know about the team, I suppose. Um, um, yeah. My take is very similar to yours, Tom. Um, I think, I think that, I think Belichick's, I hate him, but I think he's very, very clever, very astute with what he does. Yeah. Uh, and I think all this talk of their players being on the trade block, I think he's smoke and mirrors um, a little bit, I think. There's no way they let Gilmore go. He's he's unreal, and the fact that he hasn't gone, and there's teams out there with draft capital, with um, players to get rid of, and he still hasn't left the Patriots. Yeah. I think it's just a bit of bit of Belichick being Belichick, really. Um, trying to make it look like, oh well, you know, we're going to tank, we're having a tough season, let's rebuild. Just having a tough season, Bill. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said. The completely different quarterbacks, Cam Newton and Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't run out of the pocket. He's quite stationary. He will always find that pass, whereas Cam Newton's like, I'm the man, I'm going to run, and I'm going to get us this touchdown. And he's, he has to be the star, whereas I think Brady's more of a team player, like he likes to spread it about. But... I want to call them both their lands. <laughs> but, um, the, <laughs> next, the next question's a pretty quick one. Um, it's, will the Jets win a game? A nice quick one. No. No, <laughs> they're not going to go up for sixteen. Absolutely. I can't see a team that they would beat unless we put a team together. Yeah, one of us is offense, one of us is defense, one is special teams. Yeah, uh, let's have a look. I mean, their next game is against the Patriots. Patriots will win that. Well, Jets will lose it. That's more. And then you've got Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns. Actually, yeah, they will win a game. <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> so, Not a sniff. No, you think it's definitely going it e- They won't even be close. No, I hope not. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I hate them as well. I hate them. Bloody green. Uh, the next <laughs> one. It's kind of a two-parter. I'll put this one in there. Um, there is. Who will be the next expansion team? Would you think is a team in Canada, Europe, or America? Would you think like if they did another team? Because there's always that talk about expansion, isn't there? Do you think we are London's going to get the Jags, or there's going to be additional teams anywhere else moving? Claire made some really valid points, didn't yeah. she, when we had that conversation yeah. with her about the the London franchise and how it's logistically not possible. Um, talking about the, your trades and yeah. everything like that, Ta- and tax yeah, and I, I'd never thought of it like that. So I think oh, that I that has pretty much shut down the the London franchise. Canada so, and any other states or that don't have any. Mm. Look at the states now. Like, what, I don't think what, Canada would take it because they've got, they've got CFL Canadian Football League, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Is, is Manziel still playing there? 
Johnny Fogwell. I don't know. I Is he? he? I, don't, I think he's won that. I don't think he's still playing. Um, but, I don't know the states in America enough to be fair. New York could do me one. They haven't. They've not got many. And then LA is short of team as well. And then the other one was like a team that needs a rebrand. Besides Washington, yeah, get in a fucking Washington Football Club. <laughs> yeah, the, Washington need to do something with that. They can't stick with that name. It's awful. No other team need a rebrand, like said. So, LA to like, I think the Chiefs like, may get pushed. I think I think again, not to get all political, but they were one of the team names banded around where they when Washington were, were getting dug out after yeah. the you know the whole BLM movement and, and what's politically correct. Um and I th- yeah, so maybe they, they will get away with it whilst they're a winning franchise City with their NFL's team. postage, you know, <laughs> post of team. Um but I think as Maybe when that drops, or if that drops, probably won't in the 10 years that Mahomes is there. They may be forced to change that name. What if Mahomes wins another two or three Super Bowls, call it Kansas City Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, one of my favourite questions that I've, we've had in is from Jared. And it's, if you could have one player from another sport on your team, who would you have? Another sport? So you talk about LeBron or Usain Bolt. If you could pick somebody from a sport to have in your football team, who would you have? Akin Fenway. He's a beast. Get him get him in right guard. <laughs> he's beast mode unlocked, beast mode online. Great question. Um, LeBron at LeBron at tight end. Um oof, that is a good question. I, I'm edging towards Someone like um, it's OJ, the England rugby player, uh, big, tall, stocky unit of a man. Um, used to catch in an egg shaped pool, so yeah, you've seen a few um clips of Harry Kane doing a bit of uh kicking, though, aren't you? So... He was next that I was going to say that yeah, that's what he said his dream is once he retires from football. <laughs> once I'm not good enough to play yeah. soccer, <laughs> I'll go on in millions. And, it's, and... It's, yeah, it's, the dream, it's the dream position, isn't it? I think he's um, a Patriots fan, isn't he? Um, yeah, well, I think well, the, Beckham was touted about it, wasn't he? They, they were touting around Beckham for it. So the fact that Spurs have got this link with the NFL and Kane really likes the NFL, he's he's done some of these promo videos here and there. He's come out and said that you know he'd he'd love to do that, but I mean, if anyone could, I'm sure he would. He's absolutely elite. It's just a an elite mentality. What, but what's his wage at Spurs? Two hundred, just over. I believe. So you're talking 12 million a year, give or take. And he and could he double be, that for a season. He, he, he probably wouldn't even be after that because it's his dream and he's made, isn't he? The fact that he's stayed at Spurs shows he's not a bloody mercenary. Kickers, he could earn double that somewhere. I think kickers um, get somewhere like three, three or four on average. Three or four mil dollars. So you You'd take that to fucking kick four balls a game or something like that. Not, not get hurt. Do you know what I mean? It's madness, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, even I, just I to think... take even just take field goals and extra points, you don't even have to do the punts, does he? Yeah, come on and do that. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think Le- LeBron at tight ends are good and big, beasty, athletic. Um, and Darwin Triore running back. Oh, that's a shout, you know. That's a shout. <laughs> you got a little fucking stocky guy, oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine with a helmet on and everything's like yeah. That's a good shout. I like that. That's a good question. 
yeah, I enjoyed that one. I said, as soon as I did that, I was like, yeah, that's definitely going straight in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there another rule that we want to we talk had, about? We had, we had a question from... Uh... Oh, you got a, another question. Oh, Josh that? Davis, yeah. So it was um, one play from your team this year so far that is your favourite. Could be anything. It could be offence, defence. And special teams, um, but you can only have one. Yeah, when you text that in the group, I knew straight away which player I wanted. Um, <laughs> partly because it is against the Chiefs, but mostly because it was Ruggs' first touchdown in the NFL. Yeah. Um, it was a great the way he the way he ran, he ran the route, the way he caught the ball, the celebration, he had the subway shuffle, which meant fifty thousand dollars was donated to charity. All those sort of things for me were like, well, that it just stood out straight away. And it is against divisional rivals. It was a great win. Yeah. And Josh did ask the question. He is a Chiefs fan, so I had to go that way. <laughs> it was mainly because it was Lucas' first touchdown in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, it was a good touchdown as well. Uh, he showed off his speed when he caught the ball. He literally yeah. two or three steps, and the guy was was smoked. So, uh, and the, the the celebration meant 50k was raised for charity as well. So that that was quite an obvious one for me. Jamie? No. Do you want me to go? Done. I, think, I think the only thing with with Brady, I mean, a lot of it, it's not special razzle-medazzle plays. It's just we're going to throw the ball and we're going to get the touchdown. I don't think we've had that many, like, sensational plays. I mean, that touchdown, I think, like, with Scotty Miller against the Raiders was an unbelievable throw. Like, I, I adored that. But I, I was talking about one of my favourite plays of all time. I put the gif in. The chat yesterday, you know, when we had that punt and we stopped on the one-yard line. I love plays like that. Yeah. I know, obviously, that was a few years ago, but that play we did last night when it just runs out and he jumps and he just keeps on the one-yard line. Anytime a team yeah. does that, it gives me a, a little bit of an exciting time so downstairs. I have seen the um, Raiders play. His name is escaping me right now. Uh, who The other team punted the ball to literally land it on, on the one-yard yeah. line, as you said, and he scoops it up. Yeah, just runs into the end zone. And, yeah, and just ends up taking it the full length of the field. Uh, his name's gone from me. Like, it was a couple of years ago. But, uh, yeah, it's minimal I mean, stuff like that. I absolutely yeah, yeah, I Like I said, they just they punt it right on the one-yard line. It's about to go for a touchback. And he literally, Michael Jackson's smooth criminals down, yeah. gets the ball, throws it up before Breaks his feet goes in the end zone. And the guy just literally just stops on the one-yard line without going into the end zone. Yeah. On the one yard line. It's my favourite play of all time. It wasn't this season, but plays like that give me a great big sniffing. Yeah, the Giants had one about three seasons ago when I first started watching. It was brilliant. Um, if I was to go for any... I, when, I was, when he texted, I had a bit of, a, I had a bit of think, and I, I'm stuck between three. Um, two offensive and one defensive. So I'm going to go for the defensive one because... We haven't we haven't picked that so far, but the the two offences I was stuck with was DJ to Slayton um, in the first game against the Steelers. Um, it was about fifty odd yard reception for a touchdown. Um, he just identified that he was in man coverage and that the safety had gone. He'd just gone swimming basically, um, and he, he just dropped into his path and, and rinsed it home. And I, I just love the DJ and Slayton connection. Um, it paid me well last season on Bet365 and it paid me well in that game. Um, it hasn't paid me well since, unfortunately, but I, I do like that connection. Um, the other one was last night, um, we had a big third down we needed and um, it looked like we were tossing a screenplay to um, 
Golden Tate, and I was like, what like the third and fuck is this? Like yeah, and then actually Golden Tate threw it back to Sterling Shepard, and, and he got the 18-yard uh, gain from, from a screen on third, which but I just like them sort of trick plays where you've sort of got a wide receiver that's then tossing the ball. We've seen it a few times this season already with the Browns and, and Landry and OBJ, haven't we? But I'm going to go with um, our touchdown versus Washington when um, Fackrell and Blake Martinez doubled on um, who was playing at quarterback for them, Kyle Allen and got the ball loose and take Crowder, Mr. Irrelevant returned home for uh, for a touchdown it was nice to see, you know yeah, and, and when, it, when, it's a, when it's a Mr. Irrelevant um, in his second game where he, he it's a shame that he's He's on IR at the moment with a hamstring injury, but um, he looked he looked like he was coming on at that linebacker. And I know Marcus said um, he's not too sure about Giants linebackers. Um, I'm glad he got to witness Martinez straight away um, nail Rojo for a nice fumble yesterday, and and it, it was nice that he commented on the group that still doesn't make Blake Martinez good. But <laughs> again, um, just to talk about a stat that I saw mainly for Mark more than anything, um, <laughs> but. Um, Blake Martinez, according to the PFF, is number one in stops through eight games with 38. Levante David of the Buccaneers is two with 33. So he's five ahead of Levante David. Um, the guy's an absolute monster. He's just there to tackle. Um, he loves it and he gets his body about and he's great. Um, what a pick-up free agency. Gettleman has done well in free agency this, this season. I can't fault him for free agency. He's a joke. He's a prick. He should not be anywhere near the Giants anymore, but he's done well free agency with him and, and Bradbury and, and Logan Ryan. Um, but yeah, um, nice to see Mr. Elvin, and I can't wait for him to be back having him and Martinez and Fackrell as three linebackers. I'm I'm quite comfortable there. I could I could live without Fackrell. Martinez and Take Crowd excite me. Um, so yeah, that would be my play. I think uh, one of I've got these aren't books plays, but my favourite play of the weekend was. Um, the Colts, I rate the Colts. I think they're a great team. But uh, that play against against the Lions where he did that spin, you know, where he yeah. got the ball, did the spin and then got the touchdown. But yeah. my favourite play of probably all time, besides that's not a Buccaneers play, is Dan Jones winning 80 yards and falling <laughs> on the floor. I fucking love it. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It makes me happy. Every time I see it, it makes me smile. <laughs> so uh, all for the wrong reasons my yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing that's all he's ever going to be known for in his career is that moment when he fails just, miserably just to go on yeah just to go on to DJ yeah, and, and take it, being serious about it I think I saw his post-match interview yesterday and I have concerns over where he sort of is in his head um, he didn't come across well yesterday at all and it wasn't that he was being a prick or anything like that but he just seemed very weak. Like this is three sort of games on the bounce now, excluding the win with Washington, where he's just repeated in his off in his, in his um, press conferences post game when the, the you know the journals are asking him about his mistakes. He just keeps basically repeating, "Yeah, it's on me. Yeah, it's on me." You know, I've got I've got to do better there. I've got to do better there. And it just doesn't seem like he's got a fight about it. It doesn't seem like he's saying it because he believes actually, yeah, I can improve in that area or what about this that we did well, blah, blah, blah. It's, he's very, very lackluster and yeah, I've got to do better there. And I just want to see someone like Joe Judge come out after the, like, after the Bucks game. Uh, that's the one thing I would like to see from Joe Judge is he's come out and not hung DJ out to dry, 
but made a point and said he wasn't good enough as our QB today. Um, he's still our quarterback and we're still persevering with him, which is what he's saying, but he's not saying that he's cost us a game. And there's probably a better way to say it than you cost us that game. But he needs to be saying, I want to see more from him because, you know, we've got um, Cooper Rush is the, is the one you, is that the one you mentioned for yeah. Cowboys? Yeah. Who's the one that, oh, guys, keep the, the Giants fans keep talking about? Colt, Colt McCoy is, is our reserve QB. He was, he's been an NFL QB before, I believe. Um, so sooner or later, Journal's going to actually start asking that question, I think, of Joe Judge. And I would have preferred him to sort of met that head on after this post conference and said, we should have beat the Bucks. Um, he could have made and, his debut and won the game, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want to see DJ drop, but I want to see him have a boot up, boot up his ass publicly, not just behind closed doors. And let's see what he's made of. Um, it's the best way, like I said. Yeah, Winston was doing it. They put Fitzpatrick in. Yeah. So I don't actually. I, I just don't want him to be dropped, but I want him to know that you know he cost us a game, and we all believe that he cost us that game. Um, cost you a high draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <That's awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> Did he go three? Was it number three overall? Was it? Uh, six. Six overall. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, the, the, you know, the, there's a lot of things going about on Giant Twitter. Apparently, the year before we passed on Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, but he had an awful first season. He wasn't that good in the first season, was he? Yeah, I know. How that a breakout second thing? Yeah, but apparently Shermer didn't like him and didn't rate him, uh, which says all about Pat Shermer, you fucking dickhead. Um, but then I think even even last year, I think there was Josh Josh Allen go after DJ last year. Yeah, you start to ask yourself questions, don't you? But I have faith he'll be a franchise quarterback. It's just. His time's ticking, unfortunately. He's not going to get the four years that Eli had um, to start to make it happen. Um, he's got this season for me, I think. And I really don't want to draft a Buckeye. I really do not want to draft a Buckeye. Not after seeing what Haskins is like. I, I like the Giants. I always have. They've always been my second team because I love New York so much. And like I said, I followed, I followed the Giants before I properly got into NFL, like religiously. I always followed the Bucks and the Giants. But he's just awful. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> so, so the Giants are your second team. Who's your second team, Tom? Well, my second you know team now are Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's only because of Mercedes. Because Mercedes uh, is a Seahawks fan, so we, we're, it's, it's the, we're a book Seahawks house. It, it's yeah. got to be the Raiders. I always keep an eye on that result. Yeah, you know mine, and you ate it. Uh, it's Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me say it. That's what I mean. That's that. I'm, not, I'm not a Green Bay fan, but I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he's, again, so... <laughs> behind Tom Brady, is one of the best of all time. And we all have the Seahawks as number three, I think. Yeah. Um, that's probably fair. Um, moves, moves us nicely onto mentions of the week. Um, I. I don't know. I think, well, I do know sort of both of yours and I, I, I've forgotten to pick one. So I've been sort of racking my brains a little bit throughout this and I have decided it's going to go to a Seahawks player. Um, reasonings that they get a great win, a divisional win against um, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were behind as well, weren't they? Um, yeah. yeah, we watched that game. Um, Wilson the threw, Bucks were playing Monday threw, night. Uh, we watched that. Yeah, Wilson threw four touchdowns. It's not, it's not Wilson. Say that name that I love. 
it's going to go to your boy DK Metcalf, and I'll tell you why. Two we, CDs. Previous it's that, it's that pacifier mouth guard, isn't it? It's, <laughs> last last week he was ineffective. I think we, we spoke about apart from his cornerback antics, um, <laughs> his deception. He was largely ineffective. And how many yards did you say Mike Evans has run this year? Is it three hundred seventy-three? DK Matt Metcalf is that seven hundred sixty-one in a game on Sunday. One hundred and sixty-one receiving. He's on seven hundred for the for the um, year, I think. So he almost had half of Mike Evans' season in a game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give it 161 yards in a game for a wide receiver. Is it's nearly up and down the pitch twice. Um, so a 12 receptions, average of 13.4 yards per catch and two TDs. So I'm going to give it. I'm going to whilst I've got the chance of you not giving it to DK Metcalf, Tom, <laughs> I'm going to give it to DK Metcalf this week. He's unbelievable. Like he, <sighs> I know I was such a loving for him. And it's mad because if you'd have asked me the season before last to even want to look at the Seahawks <laughs> results, I would have told you to jog on because I couldn't stand Russell Wilson. But DK's making me love the Seahawks and he's making me warm to Russ. And I don't like it because I don't like him. He's a prick. Um, why is he a prick? Can I, can I, why, why don't you like him? Because he's Wilson? too nice. I just don't like him. <laughs> He's married to Ciara, uh, uh, whatever she's called. So he's got an absolute worldy on his arm. He's well, loaded. He, he, he was um, he was a homosexual before marriage guy, wasn't he? Um, he this is what I just saw me. What a boring guy. What a boring, boring guy. You're in the story. NFL. In God we trust. I a story think of what you could have. <laughs> from, when you were in college as that quarterback, you'd be pounding. <laughs> absolute pounding. And... You chose no badge before marriage. What a mad, <laughs> mad guy. He spends a million dollars a year on his health, fitness and nutrition. He has two chefs. Uh, he tr- reckons he trains 363 days a year. The only two days he has off is Christmas Day and Thanksgiving. Um, Everyone's got have Thanksgiving off. One unless, of you are, unless you Cowboys. are a Cowboys or Lions player where you're yeah. guaranteed to play on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> every year. Um, which still annoys me. I don't... Who are the Cowboys? It really gets on my nerves that day. They're America's team. Yeah, that, that's the only reason they play <laughs> on Thanksgiving Thursday. I mean, I, I don't mind. We get two extra games in the week. That yeah. Off, so you get you get the, the tea time kickoff, which is usually um, the Lions, I think, and then the Cowboys come after. But, um, yeah. He's just a boring guy, and that just says it all, Matt. I, he's, <laughs> I mean, I don't like slacking him off because I start to like him, but <laughs> he is, he's just a Boring, boring. He's a consummate professional. I want I can, my QB to be out there. I can make you dislike him a little bit more if you want. He uh, he had the chance to win the Super Bowl against the Patriots probably seven or eight years ago. Uh, maybe less, I can't remember. Five or six years ago. And they were something like um, second and two. Um, seconds, not long to go. 30 seconds ago, a minute ago, something like that. And for all intents and purposes... You all three was no here when you are second and two, you won the ball. Uh, and he threw it and it got intercepted, and the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And it's been the big debate forever since then that why did he throw the ball? Um, I've tried to defend he's him. Not <laughs> he's not elite, he's not elite, he's not, he's not got a ring. He's the MVP front runner again. He's, 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 not, he's not got a ring, has he? No, he lost it. He's not a big one. He's not. He's never had a vote for MVP. He is not elite. He's the front runner this year. 
But oh, why God. have you got me slagging him off when I like the Seahawks? This is what you do to me. We were talking about DK, I who I absolutely love. And then you brought me on to a boring, boring piece. He has won the Super Bowl. Has he? He okay, maybe he's... Uh, yeah, maybe of course, he hammered the Broncos, didn't he? Uh, he's right. half elite. <laughs> he, he, he hammered the Broncos 43-8 in 2013. Mm. Forgot about that when I watched that game. Not Eli, though, is he? You know what I mean? He's not got two. Yeah. Not got... Neither <laughs> <laughs> um, of the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got one. We got one. We're all right. Yeah, I think... Against like, the Raiders. Deal. <laughs> Gruden. Gruden, yeah. Gruden. Um, yeah, my, I mean, mine wasn't going to be DK because I'd just be saying it every week because he's just a beast. Um, but me and Jamie, I think we said the same. It'd be Dalvin Cook um, turning up again. I mean, to be fair, he's playing a shit team. Um, but to three three rushing touchdowns <laughs> and a receiving touchdown, 163, receiving, 163 rushing yards, 63 receiving yards against two catches. Um what more can you say? I think player of the week for me, um, especially when you got Kirk Cousins throwing you the ball. He's got to have done something to to do well there to make sure that he got him 63 over two receptions. They're going to struggle to get out of Kirk Cousins' contract, I think. I think he's on big money. I think he's on big money. Yeah, no one's going to want him, are they? I think it's guaranteed as well. He's coming out saying, isn't he? He's been coming out saying he's worried about, well, basically, he's fighting for his job. He knows he's fighting for his job. He might have to take the hit. Hmm. The only other play that we'd probably mention, but I'm not going to. We, we, we can skip that. We can skip past this bit. Um, would be Mahomes got five, so well done. <laughs> yeah, he got five, but you know it's natural. He's not, he's not getting any special. It's just the norm for him. Yeah, he's not getting any special yeah. treatment. I mean, teams roll over for him, don't they now? So yeah, it's well, to get him roll over. Do you know what I think it is? A lot of players that come up against him, their favorite colors red. Um, so they just go, well, well, we'll just let them win because we know people are red. We just want winners. <laughs> Hello, <John>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I will say about Mahomes is the underarm pass was pretty cool. Unbelievable. Just, we won't say yeah, much. Yeah, just flicked it towards, I think it was Travis Kelsey, I think, and he's got yeah. a touchback on it. Belland. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he, he just couldn't be bothered throwing it. He just went, eh, you have yeah, that. I'm sure that's his second this season. Yeah, have that. Yeah, and yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, all the best. Five touchdowns in the game. Cheers. Besides, obviously, um... he were playing the Jets. I mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think I think I throw five touchdowns against I'm, the Jets. I'm gonna give an actual extra special mention here. It's not a positive one. It's a negative one, and it's for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, because I had a little a little cheeky little bet on Sunday. Um, <laughs> and I had a bet that three players would go over 100 yards rushing. Uh, I went for Derek Henry, uh, who finished with... Uh, one second, and I'll tell you. Derek Henry finished with 112 yards. So, tick. I went with Josh Jacobs, who finished on 130. Tick. And I went with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And guess how many <laughs> rushing yards that... Your rookie of the year from last week. <laughs> How many rushing yards he finished on? Twenty-one. He just took it easy. Uh, he just didn't want to turn up against the Jets. I'm, I'm thinking it, it, it's the Jets, the worst team in NFL history, probably at the moment. How uh, many rushes did he have? Uh, he had six carries. How many did Bell have? Six carries. Oh, so they just didn't run the ball much. Well, no. I suppose you're playing the Jets, aren't you? Yeah, it's like would you? Do you remember when you used, used to be like, like just, just do the favour, run up there. Yeah. 
It's like yeah. when you it's oh, like when you play FIFA. Over shoulder. It's like you know when <laughs> you're under the leg. It's like when you play FIFA, you know, when you're playing squad battles against the computer, you just want to score worldies, you're like just passing the ball around trying to score all yeah. kicks and scorpion kicks. That's what Mahomes is doing. He's basically playing like piss take game. I yeah. Mahomes was reading the paper at one point. Oh the ball. Oh a ball. I think you signed his shoelace once and scored a touchdown pass. It's ridiculous. Because there was a play, um, I think it was a it was a college game, and I think that's what Mahomes kind of just did. Did you see that college backwards throw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally got the ball the... like... <laughs> I watched a great clip of uh, like the best trick plays in, in American football. It was, it was college and NFL. Uh, and one of them was great. It was a college, I think it might have been a high school game because there was no stadium there or anything like that. And the quarterback just pick, bends down and picks the ball from centre and holds it up towards the referee and says, oh, there's a problem with the ball. And he's walking and walking and walking. He gets past the light line of scrimmage and just belts it for a touchdown. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so good. He's, he just picks up his like, the, there's a problem with the ball and he just goes on, on gets his, gets on his toes and scores a touchdown. And then I love the trick plays. Uh, Nick yeah, uh, Foles in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, mm. the Philly, Philly special, well, yeah. especially against the Patriots. Yeah, don't what, mention what's, what's going on? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? All right, touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wilson's had a few trick plays, only in, uh, over the uh, just to bring us back to Russell, uh, over the years. He, he's caught boring a touchdown cool. pass. Uh, he needs yeah. to do something to be exciting and boring sod. I'd take his lifestyle and be boring, to be honest. <laughs> I'll see I'm five million dollars a year. Give me my lifestyle any day, living payday. <laughs> yeah. Personality like mine over Russ's. Yeah, I'm alright drinking these uh, <laughs> these beers that I pay for. I'm yeah. begging for a Corona sponsorship because I can't afford a crate. <laughs> he could probably buy Corona. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the only Corona we get is the virus. Yeah. So I think that's that's us wrapped nicely. Then I suppose is it. We sort of went off on a bit of tangent there. I mean, but the Thursday night games is pretty tasty. It's Packers 49ers. But... Shite. That's, uh, yeah, that's... Unfortunately, it will be. I, I, I agree that would have been a tasty game, but poor poor Garoppolo and Kittle both out. Kittle for the season and Garoppolo you know, likely for the season. I, I, Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say they're better without Jimmy G. Um, I asked KP in the group if he rated him, and he, he did, which disappointed me. He did, yeah. Which um, made me realise we probably shouldn't have let him in. <laughs> everyone, everyone sticks by their team's quarterback well, no matter who I'm going to I mean Topol's done DJ but you know nobody does um, out of Winston nobody else does on the weekend Garoppolo threw for 84 yards 84 yards and one interception sorry and then the Mullins came in and threw two touchdowns and no interceptions and 238 yards so every credit good? no he was limping most of the game away. He, he was injured. He's the second worst quarterback that's got to a Super Bowl in recent years. Tell me who's the first. Cam Newton. You lie. Don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> Hall of Famer, two he, he beat the Patriots, so he's a hero of mine. Yeah, you love him, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Brady's next week is going to be a good week. Hopefully we're all going to be. Brady's head rent free. <laughs> Please, I'd I'd love a three win week. I'd love <laughs> no, I'd won yet, have we? No, of course we haven't. <laughs> 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 Not me. <laughs> well, what, 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 oh, hang on, hang on. Wait, I was, I was trying to think then. When Giants won, what? You... Raiders were on a bye, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! I know. <laughs> <laughs> we've, had it all. It all. we've had a week where we didn't all. None of us lost. Yeah. 
True. I mean, divisional games as well, so hopefully it's going to be a very good game. It's either going to be a, a massively upbeat episode or a non-existent episode. Just, it'll just be episode seven was not able to record. Yeah. But, I mean, there's talks of maybe getting some special guests on next week as well, so hopefully it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, we'll hopefully get one on soon and, and, and mix it up. Um, and hopefully we can reconnect with the one that we we hope to get on soon, which will be a big one for everyone. Yeah, um, I think um, if, if you are watching, listening, and, and you're watching on YouTube and whatever, put it in the comments, or if you're on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, put it in. I don't, I don't fully understand how social media works properly, uh, as you'll see by the, the amount of times I share things on Facebook from the third and short <laughs> post, because I'm such a, such a mong with, uh, with, with Facebook and stuff. Um, if you want to get at us to, to come on, the, and be a, a guest or whatever. Do it if you've got someone you you, you suggest. Uh, we try and get in touch with. You know, I'd love Burning K to come on. That'd be my uh, my sort of uh, my the, the best. And the thing, thing is, as do. well, you share the podcast, like it, subscribe, follow. The more likes and follows we get, the bigger stars we can attract. Yeah. yeah. Before you know it's, it, we'll have radio. Oh, uh, well, I need to go change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I will quit the podcast. <laughs> and the new podcast, a third and short, Jamie Crawford, Tony I Gidan, will, Tom Brady. I will quit. I will not follow NFL <laughs> for a year if Tom Brady comes on our podcast. Get, tweet him, put it on Could Instagram. You imagine, could you imagine? Could you imagine? That would be incredible. Actually, no, I will come on that episode. And I'll tell him what I think of him. You're a dick. <laughs> I will go to town on him. I'm getting the word. He's a team player, but he's taking 25 million a year, 50 million off the book. Yeah, team player. I think um, I think Gary Nichols will come on soon. I um, had a bit of a conversation with him on Twitter. I saw he, that. Um, you see, <laughs> the, I took it personally, meme that he did. I was laughing my head off. Um, but yeah, he, he he knows I know what he is. Um, but he actually, that will make good content having him on as someone that probably isn't interested in NFL to sort we of try and tell him that, why. Because yeah. he'll ask he'll ask questions that no one else would ask because he doesn't care, but in a good way. Um, right, if, that, if there that, was no lockdown, what we should have done is have all three of us together with someone that's never watched it before and do a live episode. Yeah, so well, I think that's a great idea. I, think I literally still... just have somebody watching it for the first time. Yeah, I think yeah, Phil would want, would want to do that. Phil was going to come down next week to watch the Eagles game with me. Um, obviously, that isn't going to happen now because Bojo's done what he's done because um, he's a coward. But, um, you know, I think he would be a good one to have that someone that's really wanting to get into it and, you know, was reading up on it and starting to follow it and then actually sit and, and watch a game with three people that probably understand 95% of it. It'd be great to have. Um I say we, we definitely need to lose. have him on. We need to have him on soon as well. I mean, especially for um, unboxing and stuff. So, mm, oh yeah, that's due um, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get it. Oh, hey, if it comes tomorrow, at least we can still get it. Otherwise, we have to wait a month, you know, because of the law. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So unless but obviously yeah. you're gonna to have to keep it for 14 days disinfected, they can pick yeah. it up. <laughs> oh bloody hell! But yeah, so I think that wraps up nicely. So again, thanks everyone. Um, keep the support coming. I know we probably sound painful when we're sharing on Facebook, etc. But you know, we we like this and we, we we want this to be something that we continue doing and have a community that grows. You know, we, like Matt mentioned earlier, our WhatsApp group's grown. There's got to be close to probably 
10, 12 people in there now, maybe even more. If you want to have 500 messages on a Tuesday morning, <laughs> join the group. <laughs> if yeah. you want to join the group, let us know. <laughs> if, you, if you do listen to the podcast and you want to come in the group chat uh, and you know one of us personally, uh, get, get out of us, don't be afraid. Yeah. It's, it's 95% of the time it's a laugh. Yeah. Um, until there's Your team's play. Yeah, yeah, literally. Still some <laughs> dodgy results. Uh, Until dodgy the refs are throwing flags in, you uh, just get bones chatting about flags and calls. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, every week without fail, flags. bones. <laughs> uh, Fifteen yeah. people in the group now. Yeah, so. Six of us for about a year. Exactly, yeah. Even seeing that that group grow, we, you know, is good for us. But we want this community to grow. You know, the 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 NFL in the UK is growing rapidly, um, and you know we've become a part of that, um, and we want to get people on our journey definitely. Um, so I'll hand over to Matt to give you all our handles. Um, <laughs> I'll throw the TikTok one in there. It's third and short pod. Um, and Matt will keep his little cheeky videos coming up, and they'll be on there. But, but yeah, tick. TikTok's more just to try and get a few subscribers more than uh, provide content for you guys. But over to you, Matt. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube is the one where we're, we're, we sort of look at the results more, if you will. Uh, we look at the views and, and subscribers and things. That's because I think we all know what YouTube is. I'm not, I'm not particularly good on Spotify. <laughs> Jamie's the one for the... Uh, I was going to say, you're the YouTube guy and the <laughs> Spotify and the yeah, guy. YouTube is... I'm going to give you all the links. I don't even know them. Um, that's how pants i am at um stuff like that um one sec apologies no i think it's third and short uk on youtube um you shouldn't know this by now i've been doing it for six weeks and you have to check yeah, every it's, week <laughs> it's because they're all, they're all sort of the same but different aren't they yeah uh, yeah youtube is third and short uk podcast um facebook is third and short podcast twitter is third, third short, short pod. pod is it yeah um so just get out um you know, questions are great. Love the questions. Jamie doesn't tell us them when he gets them, when he gathers them. So, we, yeah, the questions. You got to think on your feet. I like to keep it a bit more entertaining. Yeah, and I'm, mm. we're not getting paid for that. So, thanks um, <laughs> to the, the made-up person, whoever that was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it was a genuine question. It was a genuine question, but uh, I think they all came from the same person, didn't they? Um, but um, yeah, get gals. Just we enjoy doing this every week. We say we want to try and keep under an hour, and I think we've broken our longest episode record again this week. Yeah. Um, you know, you still got to go for my um, conversations record of three hours. Yeah, <laughs> once, maybe once the Super get, Bowl. Once we get Mark on, going on through the draft. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, going yeah. Through his draft, um, draft, and we'll, we'll put subtitles on that one for you. <laughs> I, can't, well, I can't honestly go wait till Mark on. Uh, I think. Uh, not, not only because he's a Raiders fan, so um, I'll, I'll be listening to what he says probably more more than I would most people. But uh, just his knowledge and his obsession for NFL is he's, he's mm. on another level. A bit like Claire that we had on the other week. Yeah. Well, he, he came out with a whole like list for every single team of ours, didn't he? In the yeah. group, he and these are the people you should look for. Yeah, doesn't know any of us personally. I, I just know him from Twitter and being a Raiders fan. Never met him, and uh, he uh, he's literally giving tips for everybody's team in the group chat. Didn't somebody ask the question, just lastly, going off that, mm. what position we'd like to see in our team? Ah, yeah, we were going to... We um, yeah, Matt, Matt, yeah, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I think yeah, we'll, we'll probably do that on yeah, it. We'll do that episode. next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. Otherwise, it'll be another half an hour, especially when we talk about all positions we need. <laughs> well, hopefully it's going to be a good weekend, divisional games. It's going to be a good week seven. 
So go books. Go on, Najima. Not, not week eight. Did I say actually. it's week nine? I'm just thinking because we're episode seven. I'm going like an episode ahead on. <laughs> it was week eight. It was a good week eight. We beat the Giants, so you know it was great. 